switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the founder of Orb Media, Kira Sheehan. Hello. Hi, Louise. Thank you for joining us once again. So you're back to chat to us about the metaverse and you, we were chatting about Noel Gallagher last week. He was releasing NFTs with his new album and you managed to get one. I did. So for anyone listening, they're now called digital pressings because Mm -hmm. it looks like the industry wants to move a little bit away from the the NFT and the negative marketing that goes with that. So very interesting company called Serenade. You can find them on serenade.co and they released a digital pressing of Noel Gallagher's latest album, Council Skies. So I was quite intrigued to see how this would go. The most attractive part is the fact that you can buy it with a credit card, MasterCard, a Visa. Mm-hmm. And I think it only t- costs 20 pounds sterling in the end. So keeping from the it point simple, of being, like they're kind of keeping it yeah, pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to go down the crypto Ethereum route, mm-hmm. which makes it much more available to the average Noel G fan. Yeah. Okay. So... I got number 288 out of a thousand and I didn't have the ticket master stress. I didn't have to panic because I had a credit card and I didn't have to use my digital wallet, which was great. Mm -hmm. So that was great. And I was like, yay, that's amazing. And then I forgot about it Mm -hmm. because the emotional dopamine hit that we get, the little dopamine release to our synapses, say when you book tickets or you pre-order an album or you hear an interview or you think of when is the next gig, when's the tour, will I travel? What, you know, you start to make plans in your brain. Yeah. None of that happened when I bought the NFT. And I am a Noel G fan. Like I have seen him and I will pay to go and see him and I would travel to see him. So like, it's not like he was somebody who's completely not my cup of tea. But what I found was, even though this NFT comes with really interesting aspects like unheard files, access to a documentary, digitally signed artwork none of it was fed to me Mm. like there was no drip 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 there was no yay there was no me sending a whatsapp to my sister saying yay I got this this. and yeah yeah. and serial Noel fans that I know who are obsessed knew nothing about it Mm. having said that I think a few of them might get a a Noel NFT for Father's Day do you think they were trying to keep it on the down low just to kind of test it out a little bit no no, because when I checked in a week later, they were not sold. Okay. The Serenade had on their Instagram, these are almost gone. And I was like, what do you mean almost gone? That's ridiculous. They should be well gone. Mm. So had another look and it turned out that they weren't all gone, but there was no promotion from Noel. There was no promotion from Ignition, his label. There was very little talk of it in the music press. Very, very little. And this, there was no not hype, but there was no awareness. There was no kind of excitement about it. The way there would be, say, for example, there would, Noel was doing a signing in a record store in town. Yeah. Like there'd be a bit of hype, there'd Everyone be a bit of conversation. Know. Yeah. Yeah. There just didn't seem to be any of that. So went in and had a look to see how many were sold. And there's a platform called OpenSea where it's a bit like done deal for NFTs where you can resell your NFTs for a particular price. And only... 813 of them are sold. Mm. Is it 813? There's 883 owners out of a thousand. So what? 173 left. Why do you think that's the case? Because I don't think there was enough awareness. I don't Mm. think it came, the PR came from the right people. And when I look on the list, but here's another bit, right, which is interesting. 
when you go onto the Serenade website, there's a list of unique owners. So one of the big things about NFTs is scarcity. So you're treated as like a unique fan, a unique owner. And you can see the list of everybody else who's got them. Mm. So you can see me there. So my profile is <laughs> this like, like, like Diamante, love heart, kind of punk rock chick kind of handbag thing I found. And I just put it on just so I could find myself. But you can see the list of people who own them. And there is several people who bought two or three. Do you like think- kind of which I did initially when I brought the Brits ones. Yeah. Do you think it was a kind of a missed opportunity then to connect with his audience? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I do. Mm. I really do. Because, you know, you would ask the question about the demographic, but you can't put it all down to demographic. A super fan is a super fan. They'll figure it out. Yeah. No really matter what way it. you put yeah. it. Yeah. 100%. So I'm just a bit sad that I'm a bit underwhelmed that the delivery and the execution didn't match mm. the old fashioned feeling going into of, a record store and buying an album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even when you get the pre the pre launch or you get the early release or you get the code that gets the access to the ticket, mm-hmm. to the tour. Mm-hmm. It was it didn't come with any of that. Mm. So it missed a lot of areas that it should have really at this point he should have known about or his team should have known about and they kind of missed a lot of areas. So I suppose I, have, I think yeah. so. They'll probably have to go again like imagine, and try better. Yeah, like imagine if that had been Liam. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> a whole other ball game. <laughs> it absolutely would have been a whole different ball game. So, you know, if anyone out there is an old G fan, go on to serenade.co and have a look. Get yourself an NFT and see what you think and then let us know what your idea of the customer journey was. And then talking about fans, Doctor Who and Top Gear have quite a number of fans and now it's moving into the metaverse. Yeah, so they're moving into the metaverse. They're working with this really exceptional company called Reality Plus. And what they do is they bring brands and franchises into the metaverse so that you can transform and communicate an old school audience into a next generation community. So what's interesting about this is Doctor Who and Top Gear would be considered generally as old school remote control type TV programs. In the industry, it's called appointment viewing. So everybody sits down and watches Top Gear at eight o'clock on a Sunday night Mm -hmm. and they come back week after week. And it's very it's it's very traditional. It's very family oriented. And it's the way a lot of programs would have we would have grown up with a lot of programs and programs would have grown their community in that way. So they're the BBC are they're working with this company to take people from that remote control type experience to build their community and build games and immersive experiences in a platform called the Sandbox. And the Sandbox, yeah. Yeah. The Sandbox works alongside another platform called Decentraland. And the Sandbox is my preferred one of the two. Mm -hmm. They do struggle to get people in, to get communities in, to be active in there. But the beauty of this is the fact that it will take a demographic and again we're back to the demographic a demographic of people who are super fans of these particular genres and it will bring them from remote control through the iPlayer through streaming through those two ways of watching TV that we're all used to now into the next level and I think that's a really strong progressive way to keep a brand sustainable Mm -hmm. and to grow the community so that when they're in the sandbox and people are actively engaged and emotionally engaged that that willingness might then enhance and ensure 
that the standard TV programs from whence this all came get to have better longevity. Yeah, and moving along with technology instead of kind of sitting still and hoping it goes away. Yes, like they really are. Like some people are saying, oh, the BBC are afraid to lose out. But I'd rather look at this through the lens of innovation and think they're actually looking to innovate their audience with them. Yeah, and moving along with them. Because obviously, as you said, we're all far used to going on a streaming or most of the time, anything I'm watching that was on telly, I've recorded and I'm watching at a different time. I'm not necessarily watching it at six o'clock in in the evening or whatever happens to be. As like you were saying, we would have used to years ago. If you didn't get it then, you never watched it. That was it. (laughs) So you had no choice. Whereas now we have so many options. I think it kind of sounds like they're moving along with that. And that can only be a good thing. Well, they're being clever with the community as well. So you'll you'll know that like the doctor that super fans for Doctor Who, like they they can become obsessive. Like they know everything. They live the characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember when the Doctor Who changed to a woman? Remember yes. all the furore about that? Yes. Who's going to be the next Doctor Who? Mm-hmm. So if you take that passion, and then you bring it further into the next generation of tech, I think it's a very strong message to send out to broadcasting franchises. Absolutely. And then somebody else that I was chatting to only a couple of days ago, Al Gibbs, our very own Al Gibbs, has uh, set himself yes, up Al. in the metaverse. Yeah, it looks yeah. really good. Yeah, he's definitely um, one of a kind mm-hmm. to take his expertise for all these years and bring them into next generation tech and to an Irish audience. Yes, it's unbelievable. And he, I think it's um, he's in Vegas or, or one of those over in, in the metaverse. So it looks unbelievable. And he does it every Friday evening from seven, if you want to check it out. Kira Sheehan, founder of Orb Media. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks, Louise.